Hello and welcome to Small Screen Stories. This is the daily show where I go over all the news in the day of uh, in the worlds of entertainment and pop culture. And I'm Edward Lauder. I'm the editor of Small Screen, and it's been a really busy day on the site today. So let's just get straight into it and talk about the very first thing that happened. It actually, broke last night. Uh, and that's that Mads Mikkelsen is apparently in talks to play uh, Grindelwald. So basically, he's in talks to replace Johnny Depp as the next Grindelwald. Which, um, when I first heard this, I was thinking, you know what? That's pretty good casting. And um, I-, I know I've I've spoken about this at length, that I don't think what Warner Brothers did to Johnny Depp was fair at all. I thought it was actually quite bad. I thought it was pretty pretty terrible really but um no according to this originally i got it from popcorn popcorn's planet but then it was also revealed by deadline to be one of their exclusives so they're probably fighting on exclusives at the moment but no apparently uh, mads mickelson is in talks and it's looking pretty much like he will end up playing this character and again if you're going to go i thought johnny depp was one of the best things about the the first well, second the second movie, let's say, because he wasn't really in much of the th- first film. But the second film, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, I thought Johnny Depp was excellent in that film. I thought he was really, really good. The best thing about that movie, which was, as I've said on multiple occasions, a total, total mess. But uh, if you're going to go by, I suppose, let's call it the the original kind of idea in um jk rowling's first book of how i believed grindelwald would be i actually think mads mickelson's perfect and um again i do i do say this i do not i am not supporting what warner brothers did but i think mads mickelson is probably better casting for the role than johnny depp was and there are there are a multitude of reasons why that is first off uh, Mads Mikkelsen is Danish so he has that accent going on Um, Grindelwald I can't off the top of my head remember where he's supposed to be but it's some it's not Denmark but it's somewhere that's not the United States and not the United the the UK so he has that going for him he also has that really kind of sinister quality that I think Johnny Depp did have but I think if you watch um if you watch Mads Mikkelsen in Hannibal, you get that sort of sense that he that you could be very easily kind of brought in by him and swayed by him. He's very charming. He's very charming, very dangerous, very sinister. He's got all those qualities perfectly. He's a perfect, perfect villain. Mads Mikkelsen has played brilliant villains over the years. And he's also just a terrific actor. I think I'm I'm a massive fan of Mads Mikkelsen's. And if they do cast him in this role, I, I'm going to be honest, I'd be a bit like, you know what? I might want to see this. And there are also reports that kind of linking to this, suggesting that um, Jude Law's Albus Dumbledore, that can, I believe that came from We Got This Covered. But according to We Got This Covered, that he's going to have a much, much bigger role in this third movie. So it seems as though the, 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 a lot of what this film <coughs> excuse me, is based around is their relationship. And I really like the idea. I think I can just see it right now. Mads Mikkelsen and Jude Law on screen. It makes much more sense to me just from a visual standpoint than Johnny Depp and Jude Law did, especially the way Johnny Depp was playing the character. He was playing him very weird, which Mads Mikkelsen will probably do as well. They'll probably keep that on as well. But I think he has... Mads Mikkelsen of today, I think, is much more charming than Johnny Depp was in that role. He can do that. 
Um, Johnny Depp could do that as well, but that's not the de- that wasn't the decision he took. He decided to go down a quite a strange route, which I loved as well. I did really like that, but I do I do really really believe that uh, Mads Mikkelsen will be excellent casting. Again, I think a lot of people are going to end up boycotting this film because of what's been going on. I think um, interest in the franchise is waning slightly, but if I mean if there's anything they could have done, this bit of casting is is, is definitely in the right direction. It's also incredibly quick. Now, again, they did say in talk, so nothing has been um, confirmed. But what do you guys think about this casting news? Let me know in the comments below. So I already mentioned um, Alba Stumbledore, but kind of, I suppose, relatively linked to this whole story is what's been going on with Amber Heard. And uh, Amber Heard, of course, is still actually... Mira, she's still Mira in Aquaman 2. She's currently doing additional photography on Zack Snyder's Justice League, so she, so she will be in that movie. But people are kind of questioning or wondering, well, what what will they do with Amber Heard? Because, of course, if you've been following this whole story, um, you know, Amber Heard doesn't come out very well out of this either. So what what will they do with her character? Well, at the moment, it looks like they're <laughs> they're kind of leaving her and she's going to be playing this character in the DCU for the foreseeable future they're not going to recast the role but the petition to have her removed from Aquaman 2 which is on um, change.org at the moment has, has is reaching 1 million signatures and if it gets 1 million that will be one of the most signed petitions on change.org of all time and I know again these whole petitions thing, they don't really get anything changed. Um, Warner Brothers can just completely ignore them. But one million people signing a petition, uh, that's something that I think is quite difficult to ignore. At the moment, when I wrote the article, there were just under 900,000 signatures. Now there are 903,000 signatures. So you can see there's been a massive swell of, of, um, of support for Johnny Depp, of anger against Amber Heard. And I don't want to, I mean, I'm not here to pick sides. I'm just here to tell you what's happening. And this is happening at the moment uh, online. There's a lot of people online voicing their support for Johnny Depp. I don't see as many people voicing their support for Amber Heard. They are out there. People are supporting their, you know, supporting Amber Heard. Of course, she is a big advocate of the Me Too movement, which is very, very important. But a lot of people feel that she kind of misused it uh, to a certain degree. So, once once this petition meets, reaches sorry 1 million signatures what will warner brothers do what what can they do well they can just continue as normal but 1 million people is a lot of people it means that those that possibly a, a vast proportion of those people that signed the petition will not see aquaman 2 and then of course there's this whole thing online there's the hash, they got the hashtag boycott aquaman 2 trending so it really does look like there, there is a lot. There's a lot of people online that are very, very angry, and really, really want her gone from from the the, the movie. And it's also not it's it's not a role that would be particularly hard to recast. I'm going to be honest. I think Grindelwald was actually a lot harder, but they just happened upon the probably the perfect choice in um, in Mads Mikkelsen. But what do you guys think about this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. So right, moving away from that and on to what is our big exclusive, and that's that Andrew Garfield is in talks to Cameo in Doctor Strange 2. So we were told this by uh, an inside source. 
that we've been talking to a lot recently about this sort of stuff. And um, so I was basically asking around, trying to figure out what the unspeakable evil was, uh, which is in the uh, synopsis for Doctor Strange 2, which is, of course, called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and it's being directed by Sam Raimi. And yesterday we were told uh, by multiple sources that Tobey Maguire is going to be in the film. And that was some, that something that was probably leaked by Google. I think I've shown you this quite a few times now, but... If you go onto Google and type in Doctor Strange 2, uh, the the cast list is very, very interesting. And uh, within that cast list, well, I'll just get it up now. Within that cast list, I'm, I'm checking every day to see if they take it down, but they haven't taken it down yet. You have Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chiritel, uh, sorry, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chiritel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Ryan Reynolds, Rachel McAdams, Tom Hiddleston, and Tilda Swinton. So that's a good cast. But the so I was just asking around about what was going on. I was asking around about the unspeakable evil. You can see here the cast list right there. Just just for you guys, you can. It's I think you can only get it on mobile. But I, I've, I think I've showed it every night now. But they still haven't taken it down. So I'm just waiting for that day when they take it down. But um. No, so basically I was asking around about that. So yesterday we were we broke the story that Tobey Maguire was going to be in the movie in a, in a brief cameo role. That was after we broke the story that um, that Ryan Reynolds was playing Deadpool and it would be his kind of debut in the MCU. And these, according to our sources, this is going to take place within scenes within the multiverse and so, or something to do with the multiverse let's say. But then today they told us that actually Andrew Garfield was in talks. So he's not actually signed on to this project yet. And apparently it has to do with scheduling. And uh, I'll get the article up here. So Garfield and Marvel are currently working out scheduling conflicts. Garfield is very keen on uh, on appearing in Doctor Strange 2, as is Marvel. Um, they have some final kinks to work out and also need to move things around. So um, as far as that quote's concerned, this is for, direct from my inside source that it seems as though, again, Andrew Garfield is quite, is quite, he's doing quite a lot of, I believe, TV shows or he's just signed up to do a television show. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but that seems to be taking up a lot of his time. And also, I believe he's kind of deliberately tried to take on fewer projects, uh, which means that this would be quite a big thing to take on. So I suppose that's probably one of the, the the reasons why he hasn't signed the contract yet. But they're very, they're, I mean, they are very, very keen on getting him in this movie. Again, I've been asking about whether they're going to be in Spider-Man 3. And according to my sources, they're not. But that that could very much change. So it's something that I'm, I'm constantly asking. I did um, uh, go to directly to Marvel and ask them to comment on this, but they declined to comment. So... I mean, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get as much news as I can, but uh, at the moment, that's where they stand. Uh, but let me know what you guys think about this. Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to Ryan Reynolds. He reportedly wants to spend more time out of the Deadpool mask in the MCU. So this comes from We Got This Covered. So please, again, take that with a pinch of salt. But they do have a lot of sources that seem to be quite close to projects. So they seem to know some things. They get a lot of stuff right. They get a lot. They, get, they throw a lot of stuff out there, but they do get some of it right. But um, according to them, uh, yeah, he, he's not, he wants to spend more time out of the mask, which means you're going to get to see Wade Wilson well, Deadpool as Wade Wilson a lot more, so we'll see that scarred face. And it's probably, 
it's, it's probably not a bad idea actually he'll probably be in the mask more for kind of battle scenes and fight scenes and things like that and when he's actually Deadpool he's funny both in and out of the mask um, some of the best scenes in the first two Deadpool movies were Ryan Reynolds uh, out out of the mask they were actually quite amusing so it's something that I think I think it would work uh, and he obviously wants to probably act a bit more um, and not not have to be in a suit the whole time which again this it can be it can be quite constraining as an actor to, to to be in that suit and especially one like that but what do you guys think about that are you excited to see Deadpool finally return to Marvel and be in the MCU let me know in the comments below Right, so moving on and moving on to Iron Fist. So this news actually comes from Geekosity, Mikey Sutton's Geekosity. Well, sorry, Geekosity's Mikey Sutton. He's the editor and owner of the site. And according to him, um, Iron Fist will make his MCU debut debut in Shang-Chi 2. So Shang-Chi 2, well, at the moment, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is being filmed. or I believe it's just wrapped. It has just wrapped. And, but it won't be in this movie, it'll be in the sequel. So there's been a lot of talk about what's going to happen with um, Iron, um, Iron Fist. Of course, he was played by Finn Jones in the Netflix series. But according to Mikey Sutton, um, Kevin Feige wasn't all that impressed with the show, Was didn't believe that um, Finn Jones was the right person for the role. So it looks like they're going to recast, and it looks like they're going to introduce him in uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend, well, Shang-Chi 2, whatever that will be. So this is something that I, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm a big fan of, of Iron Fist. I, I actually really liked, like, I, I, I didn't like the show um, on its own, but I liked Finn Jones when he was in, like, The Defenders and when he was, they, they brought him and Luke Cage worked really well together. Mike, Mike Coulter was, a, I think, a brilliant Luke Cage. And I think the two of them worked really well together. But um, I do understand where it seems as though Kevin Feige doesn't believe that that's the version of the character that he wants in the MCU, which is understandable since it's Kevin Feige's like cinematic universe and he can do whatever he wants. If he doesn't want Finn Jones, Finn Jones won't be in it. If he doesn't want Charlie Cox, Charlie Cox won't be in it as Daredevil, even though I think Charlie Cox is the perfect person to play Daredevil. It seems as though, I mean, I suppose you could, I suppose, pick and choose. But if then you have Charlie Cox come into the MCU as Daredevil, then does that does that make the Daredevil TV shows canon? Then if you have someone else play uh, Iron Fist and then you have Charlie Cox as Daredevil, it's a bit, it, it doesn't quite make sense. It's a bit confusing because those Netflix shows are widely watched. People love them a lot. Of, I mean, it was the reason the Daredevil show is the reason why I subscribe to Netflix in the first place. And I think it's the same thing for many people out there. So, yeah, it's looking like it's, it'll be a different actor playing Iron Fist and he'll be first introduced in Chang-Chi 2, which makes sense. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Let me know in the comments below. Right, let's move away from the MCU and onto the DCEU, as it's still being called, I believe. And last last night, there was a really interesting interview um, with Zack Snyder. And uh, <clears throat> he was doing like a Q&A with some fans online. And I, I'm really sorry, I'm blanking on the name of the YouTube channel that he was doing that on. But um, you can let me know, <laughs> know what it was in the comments below. I probably... Did write it down in the in the in the article? Um, probably not. No, I didn't. But um, I did write it down in one of them. But basically, he he revealed two things of interest. The first thing he revealed was that um, he was basically talking about uh, what people commenting on what could happen next, and he was saying. 
what happens when Darkseid comes to Earth? It's it's a th- I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this quote because he's talking and it's always difficult to to give direct quotes with people that are talking because you kind of it's a train of thought and it can be quite tough to to get that quite right. But basically, what happens when Darkseid comes to Earth? It's is that a thing? The truth is that I did write, I <laughs> and I did have and conceive of a complete. Uh, do you know what happens when Darkseid comes? Yes, the answer is yes. I do know what happens. My point is that is to say uh, is to say that and to speculate about what that is, and that would be exciting. And I think that's a fine thing. So he's basically in that. If you read between the lines, he was trying not to say that he's been working on on uh, on Justice League Two. So he's basically confirmed that he's been working on Justice League Two that the sequel to the HBO Max, um, kind of what is basically a show, it's a four-part mini-series, and uh, that's really exciting. Uh, it's, it, looks like a, it looks like they were, I mean, according to our sources, that this is already happening, they're writing the script, and it looks like he kind of confirmed that last night, and this is something that I was really, really looking forward to, hearing him say this, and he's obviously, he was kind of giddy when he was talking about it, and um, it's something that I am really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to seeing Darkseid kind of play, like really brought to what will probably eventually be the big screen. These films, the, these event movies will be brought to some sort of screen somewhere, possibly here where I am now in France, they'll be brought to cinemas. But um, yeah, and of course, Ray Porter plays the role and he didn't get, we didn't get to see his version of the character in the cinematic version, but we will get to see it in the, in Zack Snyder's version that's coming to HBO Max. But there won't be as much of him as you probably might like, because that's obviously being saved for a sequel. And he also uh, gave a little sneak peek at uh, Martian Manhunter, who will be in um, this in his cut in Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League? He was of course cut out of the theatrical version, which was rather upsetting. But um, again, it's just one of those things. He's been he's been talking a lot recently about this sort of stuff, and a lot of people are very excited about this. I'm very excited about this, and uh, I just wanted to get up. I'm sorry again. My I'm having many many computer issues this week for some reason. But I just wanted to get up the actual tweet. And uh, here it is. Again, this is dead air now because my computer's not just not working very well. So here it is. You can see the tweet there. And right there, you can see his version of Martian Manhunter, a quite pixelated version. I do apologize for that. But it's something that I think a lot of people are really excited to see. I'm very excited to see this. and uh, And it seems as though it is coming. It is coming pretty soon. I think it's 2021 is coming. It's something that I am really, really looking forward to. And I know a lot of people online are really looking forward to it too. So moving on and let's kind of go through a lot of these new stories that have come out today. So there's a Scorpion King reboot in the works for Universal and Dwayne Johnson is, he's producing it. So he won't be, uh, suppose, it looks like he won't be returning he, um, uh, as an actor, he'll be producing. There, there is a prop, there are talks of him possibly cameoing in it, but it looks as though it'll be set in the modern day, and um, there'll be someone else playing the Scorpion King. But that's something that I think a lot of people, again, kind of the first uh, Dwayne Johnson's first big, well, first role in movies was, of course, in The Mummy Returns, and then that had he had a spin-off film, 
the Scorpion King. So it's a big deal for him. It's something that's very close to his heart and it's something that he wants to continue. So it looks like they're doing that. And um, that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I don't, I'm, I'm not like hugely excited for it. I'm going to be honest. I think the Scorpion King was fine. It, again, it, what the best thing about that is him in The Mummy Returns and how just janky the CGI was in that scene. It was quite amusing. But what do you guys think about that? Let me know in the comments below. Right, and uh, another thing that came out recently was that George Lucas, so there's a book that's just come out, which is actually really about the prequels, but in it he uh, he interviewed George Lucas quite a bit, and George Lucas revealed two things that I thought were, of, well, really, really quite interesting. The first thing he revealed was that Darth Maul would be the main, was going to be the main villain in his original sequel trilogy, and the second thing he revealed was that Leia was going to be the chosen one. So that, why, why is this interesting? Well, it's because, of course, if you've watched the... Um, if if you've if you've watched the animated series, the animated sh uh, shows, uh, of course, Darth Maul played a very big part in those shows, uh, especially in Star Wars Rebels and also the final season of the Clone Wars. So it's kind of interesting to see what they did because they obviously took inspiration from possibly uh, I'm I am speculating here, but I believe they they took inspiration from what George Lucas wrote before. But it kind of that you know there's a whole Red Dawn thing going on with um, with Darth Maul in 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 well the shows and in Solo as well in Solo a Star Wars story. But no, as far as George Lucas was concerned, he was going to be the main villain. There was going to be Palpatine wasn't going to be in it, um, and Leia was going to be the chosen one. So that in a weird way that pro it's pro possibly good that they didn't go down that route because having Leia be the chosen one. Would have probably ended up annoying quite a lot of people because of course it would have kind of negated the whole anakin skywalker arc which is basically what star wars is all about from the episode one to uh the final george lucas film to episode six <laughs> i think i said well, return of the jedi the whole thing kind of is it's a big circle and, you know, they all believe that Anakin Skywalker is the chosen one. And, of course, he turns to the dark side, becomes Darth Vader. And then at the end, he kills Palpatine. He is the chosen one. He's the one that brings balance to the Force. If they then released a sequel trilogy in which they said, actually, no, Leia was the one that the, the, the one there at the prophecy was actually talking about. I'm pretty sure a lot of people might have, been, might have been a bit annoyed. But then again, people are obviously annoyed by the fact that that's what they kind of did in the Disney pre, uh, sequel movies is they made Rey the chosen one. And Rey is, of course, a Palpatine. But then, I mean, I, need to, I think I need to rewatch that film to a certain degree because there's a lot of stuff that happens in The Rise of Skywalker. And it's like Rey's a Palpatine. Uh, um, uh, ben... Uh, Ben Solo comes back, you know, and kind of helps out, I suppose, to a certain degree. And, well, he, do, he does help out. So maybe a Skywalker is the chosen one. Maybe it's Ben Ben Solo, a.k.a. Well, he's, of course, Leia's son. But it's, I, I mean, people just not were not happy with the Disney, um, with, the, with the Disney pre, um, sequel trilogy. Personally, I thought they were fine. I thought they were quite fun, but it sounds to me like a lot of people would have rather seen this than seen what Disney made. But what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on to what is the final story of the day. And that's, again, it comes from Geekosity. And that's that Ahsoka Tano and Moff Gideon are rumored to have a lightsaber battle or duel over the Darksaber. 
and this will be in the Mandalorian season two. So according to Mikey Sutton, who's the, again, I said this before, the editor and owner of Geekosity, uh, they're going to have uh, a battle in order to claim the ownership of the Darksaber, which is, of course, the one of the most important uh, weapons the, uh, to the Mandalorians. Whoever wields the Darksaber is kind of the, the leader of, the, of everyone on Mandalore. And uh, the fact that Moff Gideon is in possession of this is kind of strange because the last time we saw it, it was in... I believe it was in Star Wars Rebels was the last time we saw it, and it was Bo-Katan that, had the, 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 that was wielding it after Sabine Wren gave it to her. So there, there's a, obviously some story there. It's like, how did that end up in Moff Gideon's possession? What happened to Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan is, of course, rumored to be in The Mandalorian Season 2, uh, possibly played by Katie Sackhoff, who voiced the character in the animated series. She'd be perfect for the role. This is, of course, speculation. Nothing. I don't believe any of this has been confirmed. I will check, but I don't think it's been confirmed as of yet by some of the bigger trades out there. But if that's to be the case, then Ahsoka Tano would be um, the most logical choice of person to go up against Moff Gideon. Now, again, in my head, I'm thinking, well, Ahsoka Tano is a trained Jedi. Moff Gideon, I don't think that would stand much of a chance. But then again, we don't really know that much about Moff Gideon. We don't know whether he's actually trained, uh, his, himself trained as a Sith or a Jedi, or maybe that he has a connection to Palpatine, who we know, thanks to the, the Rise of Skywalker, is still involved and is still around in this universe. So maybe there's that. Um, could bring in Thrawn. I think <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see Thrawn. But again, this seems it seems as though this is going to be one of the big kind of showdowns in this in this season which of course we've already had we've had the first two episodes and i think i think they've both been fantastic you can go and have a look at the review our reviews on 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 the website now I th- i've really really been enjoying uh the mandalorian season two uh again if this is to be the case i would be very very excited to see this it's something that i'm really really looking forward to and um, fingers crossed it turns out right because i really like I really like the idea of this happening and um, I'm just really excited seeing, to finally seeing um, uh, Ahsoka Tano in live action. She's a character that I really, really do love. Uh, she's brilliant in the animated show and uh, she's supposedly being played by Rosario Dawson. That was kind of confirmed a couple of weeks ago by uh, Hotstar, which is the company that Disney uses in India. Uh, to release their stuff I think that they deal with Disney plus over there but yeah what do you guys think about this let me know in the comments below and with that I'll have to say good night thank you very much for watching you can follow us everywhere on social media that's at small screen gb you'll find us at twitter instagram and uh, facebook at that you can also if you liked this it I'm I do apologize if it was slightly janky tonight. Again, I'm trying to work things out with my, I believe it is my computer, but yeah, I'm doing my best with the with the, the equipment I have. But yeah, if you liked this, you can, uh, you know, you could subscribe. That'd be brilliant. You could like it if on Facebook, you could share it. That'd be wonderful. Uh, if you don't like watching janky video on YouTube, then you can listen to this as a podcast, which you can find everywhere at Small Screen Stories. You can uh, find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate us. That'd be wonderful. If you could give us five stars, that'd be really, really great. Uh, You can follow me at EJ Lauder on Twitter. But thank you very much for watching and listening, guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks and goodbye.